Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. We're lifelong Lions fans. Bob! All right, let's go, Lions fans. The Jared Goff era has begun. Connor! Hey, let's bite some kneecaps. Detroit versus everybody, baby. UJ! A new era in Detroit has begun, people. So get on the train or get left behind. Rudd Dog. This is going to be an unprecedented era of Detroit Lions respect. And I'm Big Z. It's a new era of Detroit Lions football. It's going to be one hell of a season. We'll be drinking the blue Kool-Aid with Dan Campbell all year long. Predictions, thoughts, reactions, everything we got to hear. Sit back, relax, and grab your Kool-Aid, man. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers! We are back, and it is our ever-famous grades episode. This is where we take everything that happened throughout the course of the season and grade it. We'll do it by position group, we'll do head coaches, ownership, maybe a few other things. Uh, But it's grades of Palooza. We're going to get down to it all uh, and just really give our thoughts on the season in general and uh, the Lions going forward here. But really, this is really about highlighting everything that happened in 2021, 2022, NFL season. The Lions, of course, going 3-13-1, um, but we have a lot to talk about. Uh, but before we do that, let's get to introducing the Blue Kool-Aid crew. It's on Big Z. Let's get to the rest. We got Connor. Yo. Bob. Hello there. Rudd Dog. Yo. And UJ. Hey, Lions fans. All right, gentlemen. So uh, it's our grades episode um usually one of our biggest episodes of the year uh because we're breaking it all down there's a lot mm-hmm. to talk about mm-hmm. so how we're gonna do this uh we are going to well first of all i wanted to get into before we get into the position groups um i just really wanted to quickly highlight how we did on our predictions for the season i think this is <laughs> it at least uh we'll get into like the awards and stuff predictions later but just as far as our record predictions go so Rudd Dog, we'll start with you. You went. You predicted eleven and six. I don't think Ooh. that hit the mark. Uh, UJ and Bob went nine and eight. Connor went eight and nine, and I went seven and ten. We were all wrong. <laughs> Even if you doubled the amount of wins, Lions had, <laughs> we were still all wrong. Yeah. Um. So we in, we definitely were drinking the Kool Aid. Yeah. In fairness, it's the Blue Kool Aid <laughs> podcast, and we couldn't pick a losing season. So. <laughs> hey. Yeah. The refs. It was the refs. The secret. It was the rest fault, UJ, exactly. You got it down. Um, so I, I just wanted to lead off with that. But now what we're going to do here, we are going to go to each of the position groups and give our grade on them. And I, I think this is a full season grade. Uh, depending, And maybe we view this differently how we grade, like how you feel about them at the end of the year. Um, but I, at least the way I viewed it was a grade for the the full season. That's um, what I did too. Me too. Me too. 
I broke it down into quarters. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing we established this before the podcast, yeah. right? Yeah. So, uh, and we are going to, of course, start on the offensive side of the ball. And we are going to start with the most important position on the football field. That, of course, is the quarterback. So quarterback, of course, Jared Goff, uh, the main quarterback this season. Uh, controversial, you know, whether he stays, whether he should go in the future. Um, curious to hear your guys' thoughts. And then Tim Boyle played a few games for us, started three games this year. Uh, three touchdowns, six interceptions. Goff, 19 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Um 3,200 yards. He started 14 games. And then Jack Fox threw a, a few passes as well. I don't know if you include <laughs> him in the quarterback. Tom Kennedy had one really nice pass uh, this year. So, oh, and uh, yards. Swift yeah. attempted a pass as well. That was nice. But um, let's start with you, Rudd Dog. Uh, let's start uh, with your grade on the quarterback uh, position. All right. So, this is, I mean, like every position this year, it's a tough grade. But uh, I'm going to go with a B minus. It was really close to a C plus. I don't know. It's like right on that line. But like, uh, I, I just think at the, at the end of the day, Goff got, showed the growth and potential I wanted to see from him this year that, to show that we could build something around him. Not necessarily that he's going to be, you know, Matt Stafford or anyone else, but that if you put a team around him, he can win you football games, and he showed enough of that this year. But, you know, obviously you can't give him a really great grade because it took him a long time, and it was a, we knew it was a little bit of a reclamation project, So, but that doesn't excuse it on his part. And it, But it took him a long time, but he got there. Uh, Boyle, uh, nothing. I don't have much to say about him. He it wasn't very impressive. Uh, he brings this grade down a little bit, but I, I don't know. Not by much. Almost negligible. I'd say uh, so. That's a B minus. Goff had a, a showed promise when it mattered. All right, Bob. What do you think? What did you have? All right, yeah, Jared Goff. That's our guy. Um, well, <laughs> I saw the uh, the games this weekend when Matthew Stafford threw that dime at the end of the game cup. Mm-hmm. That's why they. That's why they wanted him, and that's why uh, we downgraded Josh him. Allen versus Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, but I'm talking specifically the Lions quarterbacks here. Right, yeah. right, right. What uh, what we gave up and what we have, it's it's very different. Um, Go- I, Goff uh, was not great for us, so it's hard to give him. I'm I'm leading more. I'm giving him a C, but I almost lean to C minus. But because uh, he started off horribly, but what I like about Goff is. He never complained at all, man. He, the guy's been a gamer. You know, he's been tough. He's he's been uh, never complained about his job. You know, being on a shitty team all of a sudden, he just kept his head down, going to work, going to work, and uh, he did get better right. as the season went on. I think that he's respected in the locker room. So, I went with a C for that. And then the backup uh, Boyle, I thought he did okay. I didn't. He didn't bring it down. I thought he's shown progress for himself. So, C, what do we think C for the quarterback? I'm curious. Did did is your guys? If we had to split it, I know we said we wouldn't do it, but pre Dan Campbell offense coordinator and post Dan Campbell offense coordinator, mm. um, much better I, than I, I think was the gonna, grade, uh, yeah. It's probably an F, and then like maybe like a C plus or B. <laughs> I'd move my but, uh, Connor. What yeah, what what did you give the grade yeah. for? I was gonna say I, I was gonna break that down in my prediction or whatever my assessment. Um, so overall, I gave this unit a C. Um. 
statistically, they were kind of middle of the pack in a lot of things, 14th in completions, 18th in passing touchdowns and passing yards. Um, like you said, this is really a tale of two quarterbacks almost, uh, pre-Campbell Goff and post-Campbell Goff, the renaissance, the golden age of Goff, has begun <laughs> the last four yeah. weeks of the season. That Goff was playing at about a B-plus mark, I'd say. Pre was playing at a D D plus to me. And then Tim Boyle, I I don't think he's very good. I don't really trust him to win us any games. But overall, I'm rounding this out to a C. I, I hope next year this could go up to a B or a B plus, but just encompassing the whole season, I think you, you can't go really higher than a C on this. I think it'd be generous for a three-win football team. Mm-hmm. Uh, UJ. Yeah, good, good assessment, guys. Uh, I, I kind of agree with the two. I'm going with a C also. And it is really a tale of two halves of seasons. And, uh, but I do, I do like Bob said, I, I really admire Goff's leadership and his, his ability to fight through whatever he was going through. And, uh, he did play so much better at the end and enough to give us confidence that we don't have to now go out and draft a quarterback or waste a draft pick right now. And we can build up other parts of the team. I think we have enough confidence in him going forward to next year that we can run with him and just build up a team around him. So even while we still, I'm not still saying he's the uh, future quarterback, but uh, it gives us a little more time for that search while we build the team up. So he's given us that that bit of confidence too. So I just think it's mm-hmm. fair to give him a C. Uh, at the end of the season, he looked really good. was ranked as one of the top three quarterbacks, I believe, over the last four or five games and uh, showed a lot of promise. So, uh, yeah, a solid C, I'd say, for the season. Yeah, I think he had the fourth best QBR uh, the last four weeks of the season in the NFL. Um, but I, I took this greatest full season. Um, if you include the injuries and Tim Boyle, uh, I, I went to see minus. I went slightly lower than you guys just because I think the quarterback was that bad uh, through the first 10, 11, even 12 weeks of the season. It was atrocious. Uh, I, and I don't know if that's Anthony Lynn to blame or Goff. Uh, you know, we, we had our... Our thoughts on that, uh, but I mean, Goff missed some guys at what open on those fourth downs as well, or in the season on fourth and shorts. Uh, There's some right play calls in there. You could argue that he wasn't finding, and I hated his pocket presence. I I, I think it finally improved near the end of the season, but he was doing some things that I just, you know, I questioned if he ever played quarterback in the NFL before, let alone be a first round pick and go to the <laughs> Super Bowl. There were some really questionable things he did, and there's another question too. You know, we had a question, can Goff be the future quarterback of this team? I don't think he answered that, personally. I know the last few weeks of the season, but also we're out of the playoffs at that point. We're playing, like, the Packers, for instance, who are already not in the playoff contention. So it's a weird kind of time. I, I I, don't know if that's you can get a full assessment out of that. Uh, and I, I, I did not – I don't feel confident, though, that he could be the future like, quarterback for – three four years and I, I think that was a question that we had coming in this season it wasn't answered and um the fact that it wasn't answered yeah doesn't that's why i put it to a little of a, a minus a little more uh rather than mm-hmm. see like what about two three years zach just like for the next two years as like a stopgap guy do you think he's shown enough to at least feel okay like if we put some guys around him well i mean it'll be nice the, the one caveat with that grade is the receiving core and how, you know, <laughs> less of, you know, how much talent we did not have there compared to, you know, some of the better ones in the NFL. Uh, or yeah, no, was, we had there either, right? Like same I got to say, like, watching the Bills Chiefs this weekend and watching two of the best quarterbacks in the league juke it out, like, 
it kind of made me think: Could Goff keep up with one of these guys? Like, I with Eleanor Mahomes? Don't... No, he's done I mean, it he did a couple of years ago, right? The fifty-four, yeah, fifty-one game. But like, yeah, he's done it. I, he has done it before. But when like, he's got the weapons, this playoffs is showing how much you need an elite quarterback to be consistently successful. And I'm not saying golf can't be that guy, like you said, 54. Well, tell that to the 49ers. Uh, yeah. Well, they're, they're like for 120 yards, and that's looked true. Like, he looked terrible, and they still won the game. The 49ers the don't answer. They don't make any sense to me. The 49ers, but it's good defense, <laughs> man. That's what a good defense does. And special teams. And special yeah. great yeah. special team. Special but, I mean, then again, the Bills had good defense, and look what the hell that did for them. Jesus Christ. This- Football is insane. <laughs> like, yeah. The way these teams can score nowadays. Like that Bills Chiefs game, unreal. Yeah, it was wild. Um, but uh, so it looks like overall we're around a C right now with this uh, with quarterback this year. Which with me giving a little right. a little bump. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, so that's the quarterback position. I'm sure we'll have a lot more to talk. It, it, Jared Goff's definitely our starting quarterback next year, though. Um, I for agree. sure, I think. I don't think there's any doubts about that. But let's let uh we do have a lot of groups to move forward. Uh so let's move on now to the running back position. Where I think we might have slightly higher grades. Uh let's start with you, Jay. Yeah, I, I give him a solid B. Uh hmm. they really provided some steady uh offense for this team. Uh one of the best running games oh. we've seen in, in many years. Uh uh I think we got a lot of talent there. Uh Swift is amazing. Uh, he got hurt, though. Yeah, I think the injuries brought the grade down a little bit. Though. Swift getting hurt and missing a lot of games and uh, and a couple of fumbles by Igubike at the end of the year because we were, we were solid up until then as far as holding on to the ball. But uh, this unit's got a lot of promise going forward, and uh, I'm very excited about it. And I think next year, uh, I mean, we this is one of our uh, our our good units going forward, and uh, I look forward to what they can do. I, I just give them a solid beat for the year. Interesting. All right, Connor. Yeah, I went slightly lower. I went a B minus. Um, I really like DeAndre Swift in the passing game. I think uh, going forward, that could be really interesting. And Jamal Williams is just so fun on the sidelines and the pregame. And I think he adds a nice spark as like a second or third option. Um, but like UJ touched on, this unit never really stayed healthy. And uh, with no, virtually no receiving options for like 10 games... I think teams started to figure that out and help shut down that run game. But if Anthony Lynn did do one thing, it was help the run game get going in ways we haven't seen in a while. So Mm -hmm. I'm going B minus on this group. B minus. All right. Uh, Rudd dog. Yeah. I mean, this was arguably one of our best groups, if not our best group. I mean, I don't, yeah, the fumble hurt and the injuries hurt, but uh, I mean, I thought we got pretty damn consistent, excellent play. And I'd say this is a grade that reflects heavily on the coaching, too, because I think the running backs coach brought a level of consistency with our talent across the board and what we're able to do. And we had the most consistent running game we've ever had in my lifetime. (laughs) Okay, I guess Barry was around when I was alive, but I don't remember (laughs) much of it. So um, I give him an A minus, the minus for the things I said. But, uh, I mean, there's no doubt that that's one of our bright spots going forward with Swift. And I love Jamal Williams. I I think Connor's right. Second, maybe third option, though, with him. I don't think you want to get too heavy into him unless he's unless he's feeling hot or something like that. But like 
I think uh, you got more exciting options in Swift and and maybe even Reynolds for that matter. But but yeah, I mean, just that plug and play. They they brought in how many different running backs and got pretty good production out of all of them. So I like that. So A minus. All right, uh, be, and Bob. Before we get to, you, I just want to throw out the stats here for the season. Uh, Jamal Williams had 153 attempts for 600 yards and three touchdowns. Swift. 151 attempts, 617 yards, and five touchdowns, um, and two receiving for Swift as well, 450 receiving uh, for Swift. Craig Reynolds, um, 55 attempts, 230 yards, uh, Iguibuque 118. So the Lions ran total 1,886 yards, averaged 4.4 yards a carry, 110 a game, which is good for about middle of the league. Uh, you, uh, I'm sorry, Bob, go ahead with your grade. All right, yeah, like uh, like uh, Red Dog was saying, I think it's one of our better groups we've had. Um, I really like Swift. He's been really good, and it, they had to rely on him early in the season, too, out of the passing game. And uh, Jamal Williams is a good good counterpoint to him. Um, we've got good production. From, I like kind of the change of pace there. And then, like uh, we were talking about, Craig Reynolds, Ikubike, Jamar Jefferson, all those guys that came in and like contributed a little bit so that I think our whole run game and the scheme is is improving, so mm. I, I went with a B minus mm. with this group, and I I, I like uh, Swift a lot. It, his durability, we gotta you know we gotta see if he can still stay completely healthy, mm-hmm. but I, I think when he is healthy, he's he's really good, uh, and I like their going forward. I like I like this group, but uh, B minus for this year. All right, and I I went B. Um, I I think. With the injuries, this running back group still stepped up, produced uh, guy like Craig Reynolds and even Jamar Jefferson and uh, Eagle Bouquet really stepped up. Although Eagle Bouquet really disappointing with the fumbles, uh, it, it looked like he had some nice uh, running capability, but he can't put a guy in the field if he isn't going to hold on to the ball. Uh, but Craig Reynolds really stepping up at the end of the season, I think, was a really nice surprise. Um, and Swift, when he's in there, he's a game changer. He just gotta, he's got to be healthy, though. That's the mm-hmm. problem. Well, I think a solid B because I, I think they played above average uh, for the league uh, with what we did at the position group. Uh, but nothing that it's not quite elite yet uh, from that position. So that's why I would hesitate to even go near an A. But I think a B for beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's uh, let's move on you, now to the next. Did you, Jay, give his? Wait. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. You, you went first. Okay. He oh, went yeah. first. Sorry, I was nodding off during your segment. No, I'm just <laughs> oh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Devastating. Oh. Devastating. The timber of my voice. Yeah. <laughs> it's very soothing. You should do uh, sleep uh, videos or whatever. Let's do a lion's right. sleep podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> and uh, it'll be interesting to see what the Lions uh, do at the running position running back position going in next year with guys like uh, Williams and stuff. So, but let, let's move on now to offensive line. Now mm-hmm. there's no, there's not a lot of stats out there per se, but there, I mean, there's PFF grades where Sewell was uh, one of the Little highest ranked test. tackles, but uh, Sewell started left tackle earlier in the year. Then moved to right tackle when Decker came back. Uh, then you have Jonah Jackson, Tommy Kramer, Frank Ragnow is out almost the entire year. Um, after that Bears game, so Evan Brown stepped in, Ryan McCollum. Uh, then you, at right guard, you had Big V, Tommy Kramer. Stenberg didn't play at all. Sorry, UJ. Uh, and then you got Sewell, uh, Matt Nelson, and Will Holden. That's kind of the offensive line uh, for the season. 
So let's start with uh, Connor here, uh, offensive line. All right. I, I went back and forth on this unit because, I mean, as we know, they never really were healthy fully. Uh, Decker was out for a lot of the year, and Sewell was struggling early on. But, I mean, what a what a monster pick Sewell ended up being. I think he has been fantastic, and I think him and uh, Jonah Jackson are going to be great pieces for this offense going forward. Um, Matt Nelson was a good fill-in guy. Vitae was a little up and down, had some nice moments, uh, and I liked some of the run blocking from this unit. I'm going with a B plus. I think this is a unit capable of an A grade, but like I said, they were never fully healthy, so it's really hard to gauge. But next year, I think this is an A unit. Um, I think this is one of the biggest strengths of our team. Yeah, and uh, our Decker, Jackson, Ragnow, Big V, and oh, yeah, Sewell, those, those five never started a single snap all year mm-hmm. together. And That's that was crazy. our projected starters uh, coming into the season. Yeah, right. so B-plus for me. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll go next. Um, I, I had A minus for this one. I think wow. this group played really well. I, I and I, I think the even er, even the early season struggles. Um, I've been saying it before. Like I, I think Goff and his uh, pocket presence really hurt the look of that unit because I actually think if you go back and watch the tape, they were making the correct blocks, and Goff is kind of in la la land on a lot of those on the on the sacks that he took and some other plays. I put it more in the quarterback than the offensive line, actually, on some of those. Um, but I just think overall, especially the depths that they showed this season, um, th- this is the strength of the team. And the, the other thing I like about this group is that we have control of all of them for multiple years going forward here. It's not like a there's going to be a massive changing of the guard. They're, they can hopefully establish some continuity, continuity with some health. But I really like them. I think Evan Brown played an, a really above average center, especially for a backup center. Um, throughout the year, you can see the drop-off between him and McCollum when McCollum came in. It was <laughs> oh, a little yeah. scary for the offense. Uh, and I think Big V actually played a lot better than I expect him to. Sewell, you mentioned, uh, really stepped up. He had a couple of bad games, even that, like that. Again, if you go back and look at tape, I don't think it was as bad as it seemed. Um, but overall, super consistent. Decker, when he came back, really good. And, and Jackson... Jackson's the one I'm still up and down about, but the coaching staff really likes him. Um, I don't know if Big V will be back next year. I, I would actually imagine Big V is back because um, him and Sewell get along really well. They've him and like Big V knew Sewell years before he even came to Lions uh, because of their uh, Polynesian, right? That that's the ethnicity <laughs> that they are. Uh, that they, they, they like worked out at a Polynesian like training facility in Texas uh, for years before that. So they knew each other, um, and I, I think they vibe really well on that right side. So Don't hate the idea of those two monsters gelling together. Yeah. What do you think, Rod Dog? What grade do you have? Uh, I am a little harsher than you guys on this one. I, I give a, a B-. Uh, I don't know. I just... I think there was a good chunk of the year where they were a liability, and I know they, they, they were struggling and injuries and all that, but I, I'm a little. They, they let they let Goff uh, get hit a little too much more. I, and I agree, there was a good chunk of it that was on him, but I also think a good chunk of it was on them more than they sh- they should have given up. And uh, I mean, it's nothing crazy. Like I said, B minus, not a bad grade, but uh, 
Uh, they got a lot to clean up, and and injuries are a thing that you know we can hold against them. Apparently, so <laughs> it's like, how dare you get injured? Um, but yeah, that you know that that's a notch against them. We need to be healthy and everyone together. So, uh, B minus, but you know, a lot of really really good things to look forward to on this line. A lot of great play this year. Our you know our run success was you know as much to do with their their blocking success up front so uh no this line has a lot of really like you said the strength of this team and a lot of really exciting things to come all right uh bob let's go to you all right uh yeah i love this unit you know in general but uh we did have a lot of injuries this year some mysterious stuff going on with this line with taylor decker suddenly his finger hurts i can't play for weeks but you know but it was legitimate, but it was just weird when it happened. Wow. I just remember. And then uh, the guy that uh, Big Z is constantly worried about, Penny Sewell. I'm worried. He, I'm worried he, sick oh. about him. I know. Always worried. He did great because he had to switch to left tackle. He he looked awesome. Then he went back to right. People were like, oh, he can't play right tackle. He's a left. And no, he just, he was awesome. Didn't miss a beat. And uh, Big V, he didn't look great last year, but he was pretty much a road grader in the run game this year. He was, he was pretty yep. good. Mm-hmm. I, I liked him, and uh, like say Evan Brown stepping in, uh, he he did a great job. Um, who was the who was the third McCullough the third McCullough uh, center? Yeah, I, I remember the Packers game. He came in and he got like destroyed, and then they, oh. <laughs> as soon as they put him in, the instant drop off there. But yep. but yeah, I don't I don't think he's very good. But uh, Evan Brown was very good, and uh, and Jonah Jackson. I, I think injuries was the main drawback but like our run game is better than it's been in years i think the pass protection could get better i don't put that all on goff like you do i think uh he he was under a little duress uh, more than he should have been so i give him what did i my grade was uh a b i give him a solid b uh and they and that's uh with the group they have the talent i love it i think it's going to be an a next year so mm-hmm b all righty and I, I do want to mention the lions give the 14th uh Least amount of sacks in the NFL this year, 35, uh, right behind the Cowboys. So just throwing that number out there. But let's end this with UJ. Uh, what, what do you have, UJ? Okay, uh, like Bob, I gave him a solid B also. Uh, Sewell was a just unbelievable great traffic. Come in, Decker's hurt, plays left tackle. You got everyone questioning whether uh, Decker should even play left tackle when he comes back. But then even more pleasant was when Decker came back, he proved that they were right in keeping him at left tackle because he's an awesome left tackle. And Sewell mm-hmm. played great at the right tackle. I mean, just the way guys filled in, you know, it, it's a next man up kind of game. And we had so many injuries this year. And, man, Evan Brown was awesome. Uh, Jonah Jackson played center in that one game. When, I remember Campbell gave him credit after the win. And and uh, it, it was just amazing the way this team uh, just all filled in and did what they had to do. And, uh Solid B, and and if they're healthy next year, it's going to be a solid A, maybe A plus. We, we'll have one of the best lines in the league. So I'm excited about this group. Yeah, I, I think we're all really excited. And again, that, that it would be great to see at the beginning of next year a fully healthy offensive line to start the season. I think that would be massive hey, to have. Hey, interesting uh, thing too this week with the playoffs with with Burrow getting there. Do you think uh do you think they're happy with the price they paid to uh to get to the playoffs this year with the nine sacks? 
think Burrow's going to survive the playoffs? I don't know. That was that was amazing getting sacked nine times and winning a playoff game. I know, right? Yeah, crazy. <laughs> but I mean, that was the choice they made. They got that super explosive offense, but they gave up uh, some safety for their quarterback. All to our game. Yeah. Got him pretty <laughs> far though. It did. It did. <laughs> Hard to argue with it too much, but nine sacks. Yikes! Hopefully, yeah, he doesn't die next fix, week. They'll have to fix that for sure if they want to keep him going. <laughs> yeah. Well, they they had an injury too. Uh, Riley Reef, uh, who's been a decent right tackle. Riley, 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 Riley. Clock it, clock it, clock. I was, alert. I was having yep, flashbacks of that w- during the Rams game this weekend, watching him hurry yeah, up. Yeah, he does that arm motion sad. too. Where he's like yeah. freaking out, and he's like hustling everybody. Else. I think I was shouting that while, like, I was thinking I was shouting it uh, <laughs> after he threw that one to Cup, and he was going to spike it. That was great. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, under. Unrelated to the the grade here, um, the other uh, moment from that game that was really funny uh, was Sue getting the unsportsmanlike on Stafford. Oh right? my oh, god, yeah. that was, that was a hilarious a, a uh, moment in the weekend. <laughs> Classic. That's Sue. funny. He accused Stafford of kicking him. What is it? the yeah. irony of uh, you know Sue is always kicking people. Right. He's complaining right. about. It. Is that what he was doing on that? I I, could, I never heard what. Yeah, he said Stafford kicked him. Yep. <laughs> that was a crazy moment for Lions fans. Just oh my god. <laughs> so many Lions fans playing in playoff games this weekend. And Lions players. Yeah, players too. Yeah. What did I say? Fans? Yeah. yeah. You did. I did. <laughs> so many Lions ex Lions players. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh well, man. Sue's never kicked anyone, so we have to take Ashawn Robinson. Freaking Yeah, a lot on the Rams. A lot on the Rams. Um crazy. Let's move on now to wide receiver, shall we? I will start this one out. All right. Uh, the only thing that stops this from being a F is a Monroe St. Brown. Otherwise, I gave this a D. Our wide receiver crew is <laughs> terrible. Um, they dealt with injuries, too, so that did not help the cause. But the ones that played for a while, um, it was bad. It was really Really bad. Uh, Swift is our leading receiver for a while. Uh, and then finally, Amon Ross St. Brown <laughs> lit up the second half of the season. Unbelievable. 912 yards, five touchdowns. Um, set all rookie records and catches. Uh, you know, not, not yards, but uh, but definitely all Lions rookie records. Um, you have Khalif Raymond, 576 yards. Swift had 452 by the end of it. Hawkinson, 583. Josh Reynolds, 306. Cephas and his... Three games at 204. Um, then you have Kadero Hodge. And my favorite, Trinity Benson at 103 yards. I don't remember those Your 103 favorite. yards, but they occurred at some point <laughs> in the season. Uh, a guy that we traded a fifth and a seventh rounder for. So I gave this a D. Uh, this is a group that needs some serious investment in the offseason, some legitimate investment. A D. Oh, D. I thought you B. Oh, sorry. <laughs> e D for downright terrible. Um <laughs> So, so I, 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 I give it a D. Uh, anybody, anybody give, give a, a D? I, I had a C minus. Yes, yeah. I yeah, gave same. a C minus. All right. So uh, oh, I, I was just looking for one person to go next. Uh, so, UJ, you gave C minus. Why? Why not a D? Well, I gave it, more. it would have it been a solid F, except like the second half of the season, St. Brown really did bring it up. And, and Khalif Raymond showed some signs of being good and uh, – and uh, who's oh, the other Josh guy? Reynolds, 306 and two touchdowns, I should mention. Reynolds is the other guy. I think Reynolds, when they brought him in, really boosted this mm. uh, this unit a lot. And uh, 
I think between Reynolds, uh, Cleve Raymond, especially St. Brown, they brought the grade up a little bit toward the second half of the season. So that's the only reason I didn't give it a C minus. We we definitely need help here in this in this unit. Uh, St. Brown obviously is a star going forward, but and maybe Cephas when he comes back healthy would be good. But we we need a receiver really bad, uh, a number one type receiver. But yeah, C minus is the best I can give this unit. Unfortunately, even though they did get better at the end, but that's it. Yeah, I, I think Rud Dog. You said you had a higher grade. I do. I gave him a C plus. Wow. I, and it's partly wow. because as bad as they were, at, like it, it's hard. It's weird grade again this whole season because so much of like like Reynolds wasn't there for most of the season. So like his his coming in like he I gave a huge boost because I think as much as it, it wasn't as much as stat line, but he literally gave us the ability to run our offense of properly. We were li- lacking a number one receiver on this team. He came in and played that role competently enough to let everything function pr- the way it should on our offense, and that changed everything. So I, I, I think that was I was I just I, that really boosted this the grade for me on on top of the obvious you know star that in the making of St. Brown, he just <laughs> oh my goodness, he's so good. Uh, I'm so excited to see where he's going, and I, and I think next year Cephas is going to come back with a chip on his shoulder to show that he's also going to be. Uh, uh, oh, that's right. I'm adding him to future Hall of Famer uh, list on the team. Cephas and St. Brown are now both future Hall of Famers. Oh Put wow! Well, at least one is here first. Like maybe st- uh, case for it. What? Forward. Okay, come on. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about Cephas, of course, Rod. Dog. Oh, okay, 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 good. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> I'll say Brown. Um, we'll see. But Cephas anyway, for this sure. this this team, I think, I think honestly, with the talent we have on the roster now, you add one legitimate, you know, upgrade like, you know, what weapon at receiver, and I think this core could be actually really dangerous because I, I like Raymond as a weapon. Uh, he's got good speed. He's a little shifty. Uh. I like Reynolds a lot, maybe not as a true number one. He'd probably be a really good number two slash three with, you know, just move him around as a weapon. But uh, I don't think we're totally lacking talent, but it took us a long time to find it this year. And by the end of the year, it has me looking pretty optimistic with just a few additions. I think we could be really good. All right, Connor. Well, like this season, I mean, such a mixed bag all over the place. I mean, there was like five or six weeks where we basically didn't have a receiving core and it was just <laughs> Hawk and Swift and mm-hmm. uh, defenses are figuring that out fast. Uh, I mean, we've already touched on it. Obviously, the emergence of Amon Ra in the second half has been great. I think the slot can be taken care of for the next decade with him. if We want it to be. I thought Josh Reynolds provided a really nice spark. I really like his uh, his rapport with Goff. I think is nice. If Goff is here long term, I could see Reynolds. Maybe plug it in there. I'm not really that high on Cleef Raymond. I think he's okay. I think Hodge is okay. Um, this is a unit that clearly needs like that top game-changing wide receiver. Hopefully, we go for one in the draft this year. I gave this unit a C-, minus, which might be slightly generous, but Amon Ra boosted them. Mm-hmm. So, C- minus for me. Uh, then let's go to Bob. Uh, yeah, this, this unit was pretty rough this year. Uh, like Connor was saying, we basically had no receiving core for a while there. Uh, uh, really disappointing group, except for Amon Ra, who 
it took a little, a little time, but once he caught on, he was pretty, pretty damn amazing. And I, I like Josh Reynolds. I like the addition to him. He did spark the team a little bit, but I don't think he was quite as remarkable as some people are putting out there. In fact, I'd, I'd like to upgrade from him after this season. I, I think we need two receivers, actually. I'd like to have one blazing wide out and another quality receiver. Um, but the, the group as a whole, I mean, Kennedy can throw a hell of a ball. I mean that that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, that's a plus. And uh but I don't think he'll be back probably. But maybe, who knows. But uh I give a C to the group, but mainly cuz St. Brown uh kind of lifted the whole thing up and they actually were throwing to the receivers towards the end of the year, which they couldn't really do early in the in the season. At Trinity Benson, I still don't understand that signing. <laughs> he had three <laughs> drops too, you know- which is <laughs> Bob, that's why I was wondering, like you said, this unit was really disappointing. I'm curious what your expectations were considering just what we did talent-wise to address this position. I was expecting an NFL receiving core. Okay, fair enough. And uh, (laughs) they were far below that. That's true. Cephas is the missing piece. Once once Hall of Famer Cephas is back. He was ready to break out. Look at the play he got hurt on. It was a stud play, but then he... If if it wasn't for St. Brown, I mean, I'd probably be giving it an F. Or whatever. <laughs> probably right. Yeah, no, I mean, it's by a the shame. End of the year. We had a, a nice wide receiving core for like eight or nine years, and I was used to having great playmakers, and then boom, everyone's gone. Yep, all in the blink of an eye. This year was really like an experiment. It was like a laboratory experiment at receiver. <laughs> Just throw everyone yeah. out there, see what the hell sticks. Yeah. Taylor Decker. He's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Not uh, what's his name? Sixty-seven. Uh, Will Holden. Is that who dropped it? The, yeah. the one who. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. <laughs> All right, let's move on now yeah. to the next position group. Uh, an extension of receiver, kind of um, in this regard for Hawkinson, but tight end. Um, is it? It is his own group. Um, let's start with uh, who have we started first yet with? Bob. Let's go, Bob. Uh, this group, I kind of like. I mean, our two guys, I like Hawk a lot, but uh, he also had the injury thing, and his run blocking was needs a little work. You know, I gotta say, I love Hawk, but uh, he does have to work on that, and I think he will. So frustrating. I I really believe in Hawk though. I th- I think he's a solid guy to have on our team, and uh, Brock Wright. You know, he got some chances late in the year, and he scored a couple touchdowns. So I think he's he's got potential to stay on with the squad. So, a uh, pretty disappointing year for the tight ends overall. I give him a C. So, mm. uh, Rudd Dog. Yeah, this was actually one of my worst grades. Uh, D plus. Uh, I just I thought I was incredibly disappointed. Like Hawkinson. You know, you know how I feel about our choice of picking him where we got him in the draft. But whatever, I've never had a hard thing against had a thing against him. But he's got to be able to be blocked better that's why we drafted him so high was because we were supposed to get an all-around tight end and yeah sure he was what at points he was our only release valve in the offense and so you know he did what he was supposed to do there but then the injuries kill it and then I was disappointed that Fells didn't work out and uh some good signs with Wright but overall I just not I didn't think we got a great performance from the tight end group uh and largely because Hawk I think it was just a disappointing season for him. Yeah. Um I went I went C minus uh on this one. And in a large 
part of it is because um, of Hawkinson and his run blocking. I, I'm just so disappointed in what we've seen out of him so far with the run blocking. It's so frustrating. I want him to be George Kittle. Like George Kittle is the, like what we want Hawkinson to be, like the elite receiver and the elite blocker. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's his buddy in the offseason that he trains with. So I don't know if Kittle's holding back on some of the secrets or what, but uh, hmm. man, he's just missing like the the extra step that it, uh, you know for where he's drafted and what we're expecting out of him, especially in the run blocking game. That that's what frustrates me the more, more than anything else. He's a solid receiver. Um. But yeah, that, that's why I wouldn't see my Brock Wright also uh, stepped up in uh, receiving uh, a lot more maybe than we expected to some degree. Nice back uh, back shoulder catch uh, against the Vikings. Uh, but his his run blocking's up and down too. And uh, the other tight end is Shane Zilstra. So I just <laughs> need to mention that he had 34 yards this year for that position. But um, wasn't yeah, he that for a while? What? Who? Shane. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, what he got hurt at the end a little bit. Okay. But, I mean, he. he, he I mean, I can't really even remember him, so that <laughs> already indicates my grade. Um, I, I'm not gonna say anything you guys haven't already said, but I want to say first that I do think Hawk has the potential to be like a top two, three tight end in this league. Um, and it was a shame when it was just him and Swift running around because defenses could shut him down because there was really nowhere else this offense could go. Um, his run blocking does leave a lot to be desired. Um, but his receiving skill, I think, is probably the most skilled tight end I've seen on the Lions in my lifetime. I gave this unit a C. I really was teetering on the edge of a C-, minus, but I think Hawks an elite player, so I'm going C. I would like to see them maybe sign a tight end in the offseason. not saying mm. draft one, but like just give another guy a look, maybe see if uh, something can spark this unit in a different way. Yeah, for sure. Maybe there's one available in the, the number two in the draft. <laughs> I'm not saying no, that. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't want to uh, repeat. I think yeah. I put what's his name from last year back in the draft this year. Uh, what's Eric Ebron up to? Can we go get or, him back? Uh, never mention his name because, you know, <laughs> again, Aaron Donald. Just wrecks every game plan there is out there, and uh. we had him, and so we went Ebron. All right, so that, <laughs> we're gonna have him again, and Sue on the same team. We're previewing our what if series for the summer. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Um, I think that might be in there, but uh, UJ, uh, tight end, tight end grade, real quick. Yeah, I'll try to make it quick. Uh, Hawk, I think is the bright spot of this unit. Obviously, I think he will be in a league tight end in this league. He did get shut down a lot early because he was basically our only option at the time. Um, his blocking is, yeah, at least something to be desired, but I don't think it's as bad as Big Z is saying, but uh, mm-hmm. it, it does need some work. But uh, Wright was... I'm, a- I'm not the only one saying it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. yeah, but you say it was such, you know, <laughs> such, I don't yeah, know, there, anger. Vitriol. Like it's such anger or something. I don't know. It <laughs> really gets to you. Like, it hurt me personally, yes. It like you lose sleep person. over it and stuff. But uh, <laughs> but Brock Wright was uh, he, he developed toward the end, so he's a good thing. But this unit had no depth either, so uh, I just gave him a, a C minus. I just we didn't get a lot out of this unit this year. It's kind of disappointing. I hope we can uh, improve next year. All right, uh, let's move to this one really quick before we get to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, we'll make this one a little quicker. Everybody, just go around, give your grades real quick, then we can come in and out. Uh, but offensive coordinator, uh, I, I'm gonna Why go. We're gonna make it quick. 
I'm gonna go Run D. Dog. Oh, Connor D. Bob. Uh, C. Well, I guess because he. I mean, it was a terrible uh, talent level, and they had to take play calling from him. So I went with the C. Yeah, but the running Run. game improved. So Run dog. This is a dual grade F and B plus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after first half of the season, yeah, second. Half. Yeah, exactly. UJ. Yeah, that that's fair. Um, do we think Campbell uh, keeps calling plays next year? I I would say yes if I had to guess right now. Yes, and I hope he does. I'm so. leaning yes, but I don't know. He comes from that Sean Payton mold, right? right. And he he said he doesn't want to. He said he might not want to be the offense coordinator, so he can still handle other parts of the team. But uh. Well. All I you know, know is Aaron I watched... Glenn's like a, a possible head coaching candidate in the future. I, I I'm fine with you know him taking on that side of the ball. Yeah, whatever works, man. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever yeah. Works. yeah, but you know, I just it was some really fun like offensive play calling. Some of the most fun offensive play calling I've ever watched as a Lions fan in the last like half of this season. It was just entertaining and you need always... a really desperate team for that kind of stuff to happen. Well, yeah. I'm not talking about just the trick plays. I'm just talking about generally like the designs of the plays he called that were like things that will become mm-hmm. staples, like the St. Brown power traps up the middle that set up yeah, I love that plays play. and things like that. Like it was a really creative and ingen- ingenu- ingenuitive. Yeah. It was just How do we real- know? He, I mean, <laughs> Campbell is calling the plays, but was he designing all those plays? Do we know that? Well, I think he got help designing it from obviously from Lynn but like I don't I think at some point he's helping design it yeah I, I don't know how much he is and how much he's not but the players whoever, he hires, too. whoever he hires next year is going to help him design schemes and concepts he you know he'll just be calling the plays so yeah. I mean and whatever um, he adds himself I didn't factor him in to my offensive coordinator grade because he was never the offensive coordinator so that's true you're that right would change, so that would change my grade if we're no, factoring in Campbell's play calling because if you're an offensive yeah. coordinator and you lose your play calling, I mean, you're not doing a good job. That's just how yeah, it works. Yeah, but it means you have a good <laughs> offense that just needed better calling. Um, That that last play of the seat, that that reverse uh, touchdown pass, the fake like fake reverse throwback to Goff, uh, then touchdown pass to Brock Wright, the second reverse touchdown pass against the Packers, that was actually designed by David Blau. So On the Purdue, I thought, that, yeah. I thought it's oh, yeah. interesting, the input maybe that they, they, they get yeah. some players too in terms of play calling. Um, and how much it goes in. So, okay, let's move now to the defensive side of the ball. Um, there's a lot to talk about here, too. We're going to go to defensive line first. Uh, defensive line. Oh, we had some injuries. Oh, boy. Trey Flowers clear- again. Oh. Barely played this year. Uh, just to- Hey, we should make some clarity here, Zach. What? Uh, what is D-line and what is linebacker? Because... Since we're a three-four, our D-line should only be. Uh, Anzalone is not a D-lineman. He's a he, linebacker. I know. So is Barnes. Yeah. But I'm saying Trey Flowers is a linebacker, and so is uh, no, Bryant, and so is they're all, they're considered outside linebackers. In our all right, scheme. they are D-line. They're D-line. Anyway, okay, fine. They're rushing the passer, and that's not our scheme. Game. But we can we for the sake of this, I'll go. On. Okay, so <laughs> they're D-line. Yes, they are D-line. Um, 
Trey Flowers yeah, is a lineman. I mean, I know they listed off, but that's like saying Von Miller is a linebacker. So, um, so D line. Um, all right, let's start with you, Rod Dog. Done. Start with me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Oh well, you're starting with me now. I gotta adjust my whole thing because I had linebackers in here. No. Uh. I gave him a a C plus because I felt like they were generally disruptive and uh, at times dominant, but couldn't get off blocks with nearly enough consistency. Uh, they were often, you know, sure they would get pressure or like push a guy, but then they they never got off to the quarterback, and that hurt us a lot. And we need more you know more more polish in our pass rush game from our d line they need to be able and and for the it helped for the run game too because you know our our linebackers get get left hanging when our our o line our d line can't get off blocks so uh if they get that ironed out i see a lot of potential in the talent of this unit um just physically but there's a lot of youth and and a lot of of learning happened this year so i expect Better things next year. All right. Connor. I gave this unit a D. I think the front seven is a glaring weakness on this team. I like Lee McNeil. He really came into his own um, towards the year. Went on. I like Charles Harris. Uh, losing Aquara kind of sucked. And Anzarike's uh, whatever. And I don't know. Austin Bryant had some nice moments. But, I mean, I think he's... I don't know. He's not like a stud or anything. I I think this unit needs help. I hope they go for a premier pass rusher in this draft, but that'll be a conversation for another time. And uh, yeah, I I gave this unit a D. I think they need some serious help. All right. Uh, let's go to Bob. All right. Yeah, the defensive line was not good this year. Um, I mean, they had some steady pressure a little bit but not we don't have any disruptive players on defense which sucks you know like Trey Flowers can't stay healthy unfortunately I mean he's a decent player the the my shining star guy would be Charles Harris I think that was mm-hmm. a great pickup that guy was fun to watch I think if we oh, do yeah. add like somebody like Hutch that this line you know has potential but for this year not so much you know a lot of these guys couldn't stay healthy I mean the the Brockers, yeah, McNeil, Penasini, they were oh. they, they they were okay, you know, but uh, uh, you know our rookies, we we need to develop these guys. So, but for this year, we're, did I get my grade already? A C minus. So they have a lot of room for improvement. Mm-hmm. Man, desire. Brockers was really bad. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought he, it, it was super disappointing. Um, garbage. Yeah, I. That he frust- it frustrates me thinking about him more than Hawkinson's blocking. I think UJ Michael Brockers play this year uh, <laughs> really frustrating me. I gave him a C minus. Uh, there, there, I mean, they had a few nice moments. Uh, I think Manil really stepped up. Levi Mudzurike, uh leaves a lot to be desired. Under coaching staff said it's partially health. Um, he's going to get his body right this offseason. They still have a lot of faith in him. I think they're just saying that because they drafted him high in the second round um, because he did not flash much potential at all um the the game racking potential that you know we we were promised uh you could say um 
And the other the other thing with the Wudzureke, uh, just in, in terms of our predictions from the beginning of the season, uh, I gave an over under four sacks. Um. I believe Connor, UJ, and Rudd Dog. You said he would have over. I said he would have four, and Bob went under with four sacks. So the Bob won. We were, we were really high on him uh, overall, <laughs> though. We were really drinking a Kool Aid on our draft. What was there. his sack number? Uh, he had one on the year. Oh, all right. <laughs> I mean, he started the year injured, right? So I'm not worried about he played him. All I, sixty he, games. Yeah, he didn't show anything super dominant, but he showed some disruptiveness at times, and and. And I'm One not time. too weird. He needs to I'm, develop a bit. I think he was a little raw coming out anyway. So I was, I wasn't, a, I was obviously, you know, drinking the Kool Aid. What mm. me? No, never. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm still excited about his future. I think he, he could be a good player. With a, I really with like a him, uh, Lee McNeil. Uh, I, I think he was flashing some pass rush potential there at the end of the season. So I like yeah. what Rudd Dog's been saying. Maybe lose a little bit of weight, just work on his burst off the line a little more. Trey Flowers, um, just you know, he's just sucking up cap money right now and doing yeah. nothing for the team. Uh, that's what he's done pretty much since he got there. He's gotten here. If we cut him uh, this off season, we'll save about ten million on the cap. So I think Connor that, said the biggest thing: you add an elite player to this unit, though. I think that takes us to a next level. It, it will go in another level. I don't know. A, a, the next level or the like an elite defensive level yet <laughs> well but, uh, he didn't say the next level was the final level it's just the next level okay. next level is mediocre like, like there's a level one like the easy one every the level everybody passes <laughs> and there's level two it becomes a little more challenging it's yeah. when you pass go you collect 200 dollars. you collect a linebacker you collect at the u lineman yeah you know get some, um some guys uh uj i think we need your grade on this one yeah real quick uh just i give us the um even since the uh, Patricia days, we've been looking for a brush up the middle, and we're just still not getting it. Although Lee McNeil is showing uh, promise toward the end of the season. Um, on Zarek, I'm not worried about him yet. Uh, we'll see what a year of seasoning and uh, off-season conditioning does to him. Uh, but, yeah, we still need help on our D-line. Uh, so whether it's a draft or free agency, uh, even our edge guys. I mean, Harris was 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 a nice pickup, but we would, no one really flashes great on this unit. Uh, we we need some help here still. So the best Julian? I can do is three. No, Julian didn't impress me much. He made a few plays here and there, but he's he really bad seems, against the run. He's terrible. Yeah, he's horrible run. against the run. He, I agree yeah. with you, Z. Uh, yeah, we need we need help on this line, no doubt about it. Hope we fix some of that in the draft, but uh, we'll see. I just I can only give him a C. Just they weren't horrible, but they weren't really good either. So they're just middle of the road right now. So C's the best I can give him. Yeah, and we we didn't mention like Nick Williams, uh, him being on this team as well. John Penasini, uh, I like Penasini. I thought I, I, every yeah. time he's in there, he's solid against the run, though. He's okay yeah. against the run. He's I wouldn't solid. say solid. Solid, I would. Um, I did. I I want a defensive line that's not going to get dominated like they did against the Eagles or the Bengals. Uh, you know, a good defensive line does not get worked over like that multiple times throughout the year. So they, they have some work to do. That's for sure. Uh, let's move on down to linebacker. Uh, I think yes. three familiar players here to talk about. Anzalone, Jalen Reeves, Mabin, uh, Derek Barnes. That You know, you can make some other linebackers in there, but those are the big names. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start with Bob on this one. Uh, yeah, I've been waiting since, like, 
the DeAndre Levy days to have like a really good linebacker on this team, and we, I'm still waiting. <laughs> I and Anzalone, uh, the, you know, Campbell likes him, and he, you know, he played until he was injured late in the season. He he did like turn up a lot of uh, plays. You know, he was out there a lot, running around, but he just isn't that great. And uh, Reeves Maben, he did flash some. He uh, caused that fumble. He helped to win the Vikings game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and he, I, I think he had a good year. You know, mm-hmm. for uh, I think he's got the upside, and Barnes, yeah, he's still unproven. I mean, they he's got potential, but I, I didn't. I was expecting more out of him as a rookie. Maybe that's uh, unfair to him, but uh, but you know, he could he could be back next year. Getting rid of Jamie Collins was a plus. Yeah, but, um, I yes. I, I give the uh, the linebackers. I'm going with the D for that group. Mm. A D, well. A D, a D for dope, dopes. Wow, dopes. not C for clowns, D for dopes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, UJ. All right, I'm, I'm a little more optimistic than Bob. Again, was D minus. Um, Anzalone was fun to watch. He was a ball of energy. I think that's why Campbell liked him. He just he just flies around, but he, he wasn't great. But uh, Burns. Uh, for a rookie, I think he's still playing a little slow. Maybe he's thinking too much out there, but he—I think there's potential with this kid. So I'm not giving up on him uh, after one rookie year, but uh, I think he could still be really good. Uh, Maven was was a revelation. How good that this guy was, and why he hadn't been playing earlier. Uh, he was really good. So uh, overall, I can give him a C minus. Uh, I would like to see us upgrade this unit, possibly through the draft this year. Um, but I, I, one thing I, I did like, though, that they uh, actually covered receivers occasionally coming out of the backfield and tight ends, which we hadn't done for the previous three years. So there was some hope there. I mean, you know, there were some things we hadn't seen before. So uh, yeah. C minus. Wow. Hey, good, let, let me just, just add one, one quick, quick note on Anzalone. Anzalone. But before, before he went out with this injury, injury, he was leading the league in missed tackles with 15. <laughs> so. Yeah, but he's so cool doing it, I mean. He looks so cool. <laughs> That's true. Nice. He was looking his, like Superman out there. Flying. His locks flying behind him, and yeah. yeah. Looked, the hair. Cool. <laughs> yeah, he looked great. Uh, Connor. Uh, yeah, shout out Anzalone's hair. I think he has <laughs> some of the best hair on the team. Um, so I'm gonna give him an A plus on the hair. On terms of playing, I really like Reeves Mabin. Uh, he's a special teams guy. Comes in, gets 82 tackles this year. Just a workhorse. I mean, he's not an elite linebacker by any means, but the situation he was thrown into, I thought he did a pretty good job, and I think he could be a good depth guy there. Uh, Derek Barnes, I almost forgot he was on the roster like eight or nine games this season, which is a shame because I was really high on him when he got drafted. If he does work out, I think, man, what a draft by Brad Holmes if he ends up working out. Because I think the rest of his draft is pretty incredible. Um, we'll Who's see what happens. Oh, yeah. And uh, Anzalone, I like his leadership. I think he's a good mentor for Derek Barnes. But I don't like his playing. I don't really enjoy watching him. He runs around a lot, but he's often getting burned. That's why he's running so much. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving this unit a D plus. I'm meeting you guys in the middle. The D plus mm. rating for this group. All right. Rud Dog. Yeah. Uh, I had the unit. I had it as a C when I was grading it based on how it is in our scheme. You know, cause the, the guys you were saying are D linemen are actually outside linebackers. But now 
Without them, I put it, bring it down to a C minus. Uh, yeah, Anzalone, love his energy. <laughs> it's like it's just kind of funny. He's just running around like a chicken with his head cut off. He's at, near the ball always, with any effect. Sometimes, like I don't, I, don't, I love the energy. Just uh, he's a great backup guy. I think he'd be like a great guy. You just fill in occasionally, but not. You don't want him out there playing too much significant football for you. Um, Mabin, I think shows. I think you put a a really good linebacker next to Mabin, and Mabin can be a a, a really good starter. I think he be a, he shows potential to be a starter with the right people around him. Uh, because he's just he's got a nice speed, instinct. He's all over the place. He he's kind of like Anzalone, like two just a little better. Just he's got a little more effective in his uh hustle. And he gets there, I think, more often um, and doesn't miss as many tackles. But uh, other than that, I think uh, uh, Barnes was a non-factor this year. And every once in a while, you saw like a little flash. I agree. I'm disappointed. I was really had high hopes for him this year. But, you know, it's always silly to put those hopes on rookies. Um, Of course, sometimes they hit. So whatever. (laughs) But uh, uh I, I I still have high hopes for him going forward. He's got a lot to work on. It didn't take Levy. It, Levy didn't really come out till about year three, so I'm not going to get down on him just yet. So, uh, but this team, there's no doubt, this is one crucial position. We need a a, a you know a true starter added because you know we talk we we're down on the D line, but in our scheme in a three four, the linebackers have an even more prominent role in stopping the run than in a four three. So. Uh, we need better linebacker play for that, especially. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go C minus on this. Uh, I think your linebackers are, to an extent, as good as the defensive line in front of you. And we gave that defensive line a bad grade, especially in the run game. And I think that affects how you play at linebacker to a certain degree. So I'm gonna give them a little slack right there, um, because I think the, uh, you know, the the run. The uh, defensive line did not help them out by any means. I think Reeves Maven looked really good this year. I think he's a solid, at the very least, a solid rotational linebacker going forward. Um, I, and this is the Reeves Maven we've been wanting to see for like years here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. Patricia did him a lot of disservice. Uh, I can't believe Reeves Maven stuck around as long as he did with the Lions, considering uh, you know what right. they were looking for. But he was such a good special teamer. Special teams, That's why baby. He hung around. Um, Anzalone, I don't, I don't think we ever expected a ton out of him. Uh, he's always, he's always seemed like a guy that just came here to kind of transition, uh, from they the old way somebody. to the new way, like a guy that, that knew, knew the defense from his time in new Orleans, um, but definitely not an elite guy, but he means we didn't pay him to be an elite guy. Um, so I don't know how long he stays. I, I don't know if he stays another year. Uh, that'll be interesting to see. And then Derek Barnes. Uh, small flashes, probably more to be desired than we uh, were assuming. I think we're really high on him for being a fourth-round linebacker. <laughs> uh, I, I would have loved to see what Micah Parsons could have done this defense. That would have been really Oh, my We'll goodness. never see it, but uh, I know we were really high on him in the draft as well. I, I well, let's move on. thank God we drafted Sewell. I don't know, thank God, but I, I mean... We, <laughs> no, because I would be really mad if we drafted someone else and and we and it wasn't as good as Sewell and we had to watch Parsons tear up the, like he did this year. Tear it up That's, for us? No, I'm saying 
since we didn't draft Parsons, at least thank God we drafted Sewell because oh okay, they, a good player. Know. Yes, got it. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> so let's move on now to the DBs. This is the last position group we got. Uh this will be interesting. I'm curious what you guys' thoughts are. Um, so let's start with Connor. It's just the whole secondary, right? Uh, yeah, cornerbacks and safeties. Yeah. All right, um, and nickelbacks, if you will. Slot well, back. this unit was just railed. I mean, by injuries. It's, like, so hard to honestly give them a grade almost because, like, the guys we envisioned starting, like, Akuda was out mm-hmm. almost immediately. Um, Jerry Jacobs, as an unsigned rookie, what a what a find he ended up being. I, I think that was one of the great signings so far of the Brad Holmes era. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Tracy Walker. I mean, I don't know if he'll be back next year, but I like him. And uh, Orias, I like him, too. Um I think there's a lot of potential with this unit going forward, but if you're just grading it on pure performance, not counting injuries, which is how I kind of think of it, I'm going a C plus on this. I mean, again, with what they had, they worked some magic, but overall, I mean, you probably want a little bit more. And that goes back to the D line and the linebackers too. I think with those units play better, this unit might get a higher grade as well. So I'm going C plus. All right. UJ. All right. I disagree with Connor. I borderline give him an A. I, I mean, Ooh. give him a B plus though, because this unit just outperformed in every respect. I mean, they they overplayed expectations and all that. that for all the injuries and everything else. In fact, our our D line would have probably got an F if it wasn't for our secondary being as good as they were protecting mm-hmm. against the pass. So. I mean, like like Connor said, Jacobs was a, a gem of a find. Warrior had a great season, six interceptions. I mean, I, I don't know. I just I really like these kids, man. They're playing fast out there. Yeah, they made some mistakes, but you know, all the teams do. I mean, Ramsey made mistakes the other day, and he's the best cornerback in the league, right? I mean, they're, they're all gonna make mistakes, but they these guys, kids played fast, they played aggressive, they attacked the line of scrimmage like unbelievably the way these corners uh you know, came up to the line and took out running backs. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I give him a, a solid B plus. I really, really liked what they've done. And Pleasance, uh, Donald Pleasance, right? Is that the Aubrey Pleasant? Aubrey Pleasant. <laughs> Donald Pleasance from Halloween. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Whatever he's doing, with these guys, man, he's great. He's doing a great job. So yeah, I'm very high in this unit uh, this year, and I give him a solid B plus. All right, Bob. All right, defensive backs. Yeah, this was a rough, rough group, I thought. We, the Lions finished last in the NFL at 7.65 yards allowed per pla- pass play, which is not good. <laughs> and uh, we, we did lose Okuda, who I still believe in. Uh, he's got a big uh, injury to come back from. But Awarie, love that guy. He's, he's, he's still on the, on the rise, too. And the, the, I like the guy who goes after the ball because they – we're gonna need playmakers if we're gonna get great, and uh, yeah. you know, he, and he he does go after the ball, man. And uh, Tracy Walker, just solid as hell. He makes mistakes sometimes, then he comes right back and makes a play. So, I like him a lot. And I, and yeah, uh, Brad Holmes, this speaks well for him though. We lost. Uh, who did we have start the season? Uh, Bobby Ooh, Price, uh... or whatever. And then we have Jerry Jacobs come in, and that guy was good, undrafted. Uh, AJ mm-hmm. Parker. So the the way they're filling out these holes. Uh, I ha- I I have faith in Brad Holmes, but for this year, it was pretty rough rough sledding for this this squad. I, I get a C minus. 
for the cornerbacks mm. and the, the defensive backs. We kept saying well, how great all they were, and then you give them a C minus. Yeah, they I mean, they were I last in the league yeah. as far as what they're giving up. I'm talking about the future. Some of these guys have potential. Yeah. They had to yeah. stitch together some of these guys because, uh, you know, I mean, that's not, that's just not good. I mean, look no. at all the passing yards they gave up. They got yeah. toasted, man. Output-wise. UJ, it's, I think we're grading on different criteria because we're not yeah. factoring in the injuries. Like, obviously, it's impressive they overcame that. But if you just look at the unit's performance, it's not worthy of a B plus. Like, it's just not. I'm sorry. Uh-oh. <laughs> Than you guys do obviously. He just dog, called you, you out, UJ. Um, well, in my opinion, it's worthy of a B minus. Okay, wow. this might be grading on a curve. I'll admit this. It could be the Kool Aid curve. Let's call it the Kool Aid curve. Um, but uh, God, it, this, the effort uh, this unit just won me over this year. They were warriors, fucking. Out. They were just out there just battling every week. Uh, we lose Akuda right away. Not that. We were sure he was going to be good anyway. We still have no idea about him, but you know, hopefully he heals up and all that. But uh, uh, Jerry Jacobs was a revelation. Oh my goodness! Like, you know, you, you, what game? It was the the game when he shut down those like three runs in a row on the outside. Was that the Vikings game or three uh, like screens all by himself, like in the flat? I think it was the Vikings game. He like where he shut down those. Yep. Three plays in a row in like in these super impressive like shut down the perimeter by himself, just awesome tackles. Well, it it was actually at the beginning of the year it was AJ Parker who was making those type of plays consistently on the edge, out of nowhere. Like all these guys go down, Akuda goes down. You know, if he steps up, he looks you know okay. He looks solid. He goes down. Jacob steps up. Like just like the way these guys responded one after the other. Uh, yeah, by the end, you know, you had Will Harris playing outside cornerback. Yeah, I was <laughs> and, waiting for somebody much more. And I mean, Thank like, you. and honestly, he looked better than he's ever looked at safety. So I got to give him some credit there, though. He was still a liability there. But <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, guys like uh, a warrior had a had a pretty awesome season in his own right. These guys really just responded. I, I think uh, I really hope they make a play. And I think they will for. Uh, for Tracy Walker, I think he's a a, a a bedrock position guy they want to build around in that secondary, because uh, that other safety position was kind of a uh, a liability. That yeah. what's his name? Uh, uh, the old guy, thirty-one. Uh, Marlo. Marlo was he was okay, but not nothing special there. So he he was just an old stopgap anyway. Um, but anyway, these guys just like a lot of just the way they pulled water from a stone this year i can't help but give them a a, a boost in the grade b minus uh, a lot of really promising things it's to the point where i don't even care if akuda comes back if he comes back it's gonna feel like a cherry on top don't care not even a little i know no no i mean like i mean i care like i'm just saying like as far as for the lions like like i i feel like i'm not concerned that about we like we need akuda to come back to be successful i feel like if he comes back that'll be like a cherry on top because I feel like these these guys prove they can work with almost anything, and then we'll find talent elsewhere. Wow, that's a really high grade. That's I don't agree with uh, Akuda Knox. It's not higher than coming people. back uh, in your sentiments on that. I still think we could really need... use Akuda, man. Yeah, I think wow. we still need an elite corner. I don't think any of these guys are elite by any means. I don't so know. Jerry Jacobs looked like he could be a shutdown cornerback, man. He was uh... like. 
He was covering guys like he was I love damn Jerry shadow. Jacobs. I don't know if he's a I like as, as an so undrafted I, rookie, he was showing these signs, man. He was so tight in cover. He was so sticky. Even if he gave up plays, he was right there. I think he's only going to get better well, if he gets healthy, too. That's the other thing. I gave this unit a C plus. Again, I think it goes back to you know, the our defensive line and the amount of pressure they can give. I, I um, you know, kind of grading on the curve here a little bit. But um, you know, like you mentioned, Will Harris was playing quarterback in this season and they still managed to play fairly decently. I think Ify Melfanu has a bright future um mm-hmm. with his size. We we saw it in that last game of the season going against Adams for at least the first half. Um looking really good, at least in the single coverage uh, moments that he had there. Um, but I, I think overall this unit really solid um, from for, from a future perspective, really solid from a depth per, like perspective. Not There's not an elite talent there. Necessarily. I wouldn't even say a Warrior was an elite talent this year. He had six interceptions, but he also gave up a lot of yards. Uh, but <laughs> as far as depth going forward, I'm much more excited uh, about um, the secondary than I was a year ago. So yeah, a uh, uh, C plus. I, I think a lot of people stuff play, play really well, but uh, I think there's a lot to be desired there. Still, I'm changing my grade to an A. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Because they're great. They're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it's You took some Kool Aid. Well, yeah. Well, I led with how they were last in the league for giving up yards. I mean, that's what yeah. I want to see a winning team. You guys want to see great effort. Oh, look at Anzalone's hair when he runs out there. He's so awesome. Like, hey. I want to see guys making tackles. Who's you guys? What's wrong with all me shouting out his hair? Wait. That's all you, Bob. you guys are blowing smoke up these wide quarterbacks' asses. And, uh, wait, wait, wait. They're, they're terrible. Bob, I was on win. your side. Who I was on your side, Bob, and then you're trashing with. me for shouting out the hair. What's with that? You guys, we're warriors out there. Give him an A+. Plus. <laughs> this is a different brand of Lions football we want to win not just like have great effort come on damn it Um, it. really quick on the coach uh, Aaron Glenn defense coordinator uh, great on him Uh, UJ sorry with you hey he he, he took no I'm serious I'm absolutely serious you gotta consider what he had to work with basically a no talent team that playing from the Patricia years we, I think if we think back, we try to forget, but if we think back and watching this defense under Patricia, <laughs> how slow they played and how they, they, they didn't play fast. By the, by the middle of the season, they got this team playing fast and angry and, and I mean, vicious. It was, it was awesome. So I just, for what he did with what he's got here, it was remarkable. And going forward, if we can add more talent to this team, it, it, He's building a foundation for something really good here. So I have to, I have to give him a really good grade for what he did with these players, because it's, it is pretty remarkable. It is, and they kept us in almost every game. I know he had a couple bad games, you know, but uh, man, for the most part, our defense was was pretty solid, especially toward the second half of the season. And uh, I have to give him a solid A. And I and I hope he doesn't get hired off by someone else and we give him for have him for another year or two at least to, to build the foundation of what we're trying to build here. So uh yeah, I give him a solid A. All right, Bob. Yeah, I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna give a good grade to this, even though defense was objectively really bad this year. But I compared to Patricia, they're they're making plays and they're they're still getting up a shitload of yards, but 
They're actually making some stops though, which they weren't doing before. So I'm gonna go go with the B for this, and it's kind of based on the bear cupboard that he had to work with as far as players and rotating people in. Yeah, and uh, just believing in this the system, having people buy in for the future. So I'm gonna go with the B. Yeah, I went with a I went with a B as well. Um, I'll, I'm gonna knock him down a grade for rushing three against the Ravens. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah uh, Connor. I'm going B plus. Uh, I know I said I wasn't like factoring in injuries and all this, but like the roster is not great. And with what Aaron Glenn had to work with, I feel like he's what we thought Patricia was going to be like this defensive genius. Aaron Glenn might be that. I don't know, but don't give him the label. Don't do it. <laughs> I said he might. He's an I idiot. He's the, a dumbass. I didn't give him the label. And it just seems like now the Broncos are not making him one of their finalists. So we should have yeah. him back next year, which is great. Uh, not that I really expected him to go, but it's just comforting to know he will be back. So I'm excited for the future with that guy. B, pl- B plus for me. Rodan? You know, it's funny. Me and Connor agree here. I give him a B plus. Oh, that's nice. um, yeah, no, you know, I one one big thing in his favor is he vindicated us a little bit because, I, I mean, not a whole lot changed talent-wise on this defense from last year. And we all said last year that talent, that, that they were not getting the most out of their players. Like their talent was being squandered abysmally. And I think Glenn, he showed it this year. They were, you know, they were nothing stellar stat wise or anything, but they were scrappy. They were, and they were effective at times and they made plays and they were aggressive. And I love that, you know, they, they kept mixing it up. They adjusted. They, they weren't, you know, they never were on their heels. They were always, the, they were blitzing. They were creating pressure through creative ways because we lacked the talent to just rush four or three, like Patricia thought we could just do last year. Like, I mean, just common sense alone gives this great <laughs> a nice boost. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, like, I mean, I, I I like like they kept us in most of these games this year. The defense was easily the most consistent unit, even though there was a couple games where we got truly shredded. But uh, you know, they they kept things interesting this season, so I give them a B plus. Yeah. All right. So there's defense coordinator. There's the defense. Um, now let's move on to the team as a whole, and that of course is Motor City Dan Campbell. What do we give Dan Campbell? Oof. First year head coach. Are we skipping uh, special teams? You want to do special teams first? I'd head no, coach we, on special teams. We'll, yeah, we go special teams. We updated the the outline, Connor. Don't worry. Oh, sorry. So we're uh, doing special. Te- I'm we'll do, up we'll, the old one too. We'll do special teams. We'll do special. No, teams we can. First. We can. We can go to Dan. Connor, give me your special teams grade. <laughs> I thought this unit was so fun. Jack Fox is one of the best players in the league. I'm going to B plus. I love all the trick plays. I think we found a good kicker in Riley Patterson. That's all. B plus. I like these guys. They're fun. <laughs> yeah. Lions recovered three onside kicks as well this year, uh, most in the league. There's nine recovered in total. Lions had a third of them. Uh, yeah. Bob. Um, yeah, I'm going to go uh, A- minus with this unit. Oh, I love Fox. I think our kicking was horrible to start the year, but I, like Connor said, I think we landed on a guy now, Riley Patterson. And uh, the trick plays, Jack Fox can throw the ball as well as kick it. A- minus. And our return mm-hmm. game was decent, too. All right. Um UJ. Yeah, uh, A, for the same reasons you guys said before, uh, 
Patterson was a was a nice find, and Fox is just a. He, I think he's a special player, man. So, yeah, I mean, th- this unit was a lot of fun uh, with the fake fake punts and onside kicks and stuff. And then uh, I just give him a solid A. They're they're just good all around. They're good on coverage. Mm-hmm. You know, we haven't had any great run backs or anything, but our coverage unit is excellent. And uh, I, I just I love our special teams. So, uh, solid A. All right, Rudd Dog. I give them an A minus. I forget why the minus now, but I know there was a reason. And but uh, I can give you, you a know, reason. What's that? I can give you a reason. Give me it. Ryan Santoso, our kicker against the Steelers. Yes, he sucked. Um, yeah. so they're they're oh. Ryan Santoso. There's a Fire minus, head. but no, I mean Jack Fox, uh, looking like a stud. I love the way we're using his arm strength as an asset. I mean. I think everyone's going to be put out. I think that's a league-wide trend we're going to see. People are realizing the power of that play. If they got a, a kicker who can make that throw, just think about what that does to the the trying to yeah. you know block the gunner. Like you, you got to be aware that he might just stop and turn around to catch a pass at any moment. That it's a game changer. Brilliant. For that, that's that's to the coaching side of that aspect, but. Mm-hmm. And his talent, and and I gotta say, Ugabuke, I thought was a really solid returner this year. He gave us some nice, nice sparks at times, and uh, and uh, just yeah, a minus. So good, mostly all around. Yeah, the Rams have been running that for years though, with Hecker as their punter, and um, the Cowboys ran it in the playoffs against the Forty ers too. Oh, so. so it's not new. Oh wow, I've never seen that before. Yeah, he- Hecker's been doing it for a couple of years, uh, or a few years now with the Rams. What you know, and well, a lot a of Rams people asset. now on the staff here, so they probably got right from that. But also, Jack, when you have Jack Fox, who's a who played quarterback at some point in his life, um, uh, and you're able to throw it, it makes it a lot easier to. Call oh yeah, that, that brilliant play. asset. And then, oh, I think that was the minus at the time because I thought of Iguabuke letting oh. that ball go right between his arms and knocking down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fox's passer rating by not catching that ball. Yeah, I I I gave this a B plus. Um, I think the Lions had some issues with the kicker throughout the year, but I'm really glad they settled down with uh, Riley Patterson. Uh, really excited to see him. Hopefully, continue to be our kicker because not only was every kick, uh, not only did he make almost every kick except one, um, but the, every one of them was like right down the middle. It was like conflict free. Yes. It was nice. It made me comfortable watching him kick. Like, oh, that's going in like oh, immediately off the leg. It was a nice feeling, you know. So, uh, solid B plus there for me. Now let's go to head coach and Motor City Dan Campbell. Uh, I want UJ to start this one off. Oh, Dan Campbell, <laughs> what's your grade? Why are you? Screaming? Yeah, man. I'll tell you what. I'm I'm drinking the Kool Aid heavy, man, because. Here's here's my grade. I'm gonna give you my grade first, A plus plus. And the only reason I don't give him A plus 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 is because of the record was not too uh, good. Okay, but Just I give him A thing. plus plus because because he did this year what he had to do to turn this team around, and that's build a solid foundation. Now everything I've I've read and I I read all the articles that I can on this guy. Apparently, you know, a lot of people think people outside of Detroit or people outside who follow the Lions think he's like this emotional guy who uh, like is uh, kind of not consistent. But everyone who's on this team, he's the most consistent guy out there. He's the same guy every day, every day at practice and the games and all that. They say he's so solid. And these players love this guy. 
and he he's built a really really solid foundation with the coaching staff and and everything around him uh, his decision making his his i think his unique humbleness that were he doesn't let his ego get in the way of making decisions that has to be made in this team and i think going forward i, I think he this foundation is so solid this year which is why i'm giving him such a high grade that the next couple of years going forward uh if, if him and Holmes keep working together and, and uh, drafting solid. Like we're, we're going to have a real contender here in the next couple of years. So uh, solid, solid, a plus plus for Dan Campbell. <laughs> and plus, and not only that, he's, he's entertaining. He's fun. He's humble. He's, he, he, oh man. And how do you not get inspired with this guy? Come on. If you watch those locker, locker room speeches and stuff, man, God, <laughs> it's just, I just want to run through a wall too. For no reason at all, just because I heard it. Well, you just like running through walls, normal. Right? <laughs> yeah. But we'll have you, man. you gotta protect your brain cell, UJ. Uh, but uh, okay, I, I drink a lot of Kool Aid. Sorry if I'm not as you know <laughs> as cerebral as you guys, but I just love this guy. I, I think he's gonna be great. This is a cerebral podcast, UJ. So you know, let's let's oh, yeah. let's tighten it up. Stick it with my grade, <laughs> A plus plus. All right, all right, Bob. <laughs> all right well I, it's hard to follow that act but uh i'm gonna give him a a b plus Ooh, but that's because i i do uh factor in the record and everything what about b plus plus why do you hate him just why do you hate him but but i've i've been very happy with campbell and i think he has potential to get into that a category i because I, I like the way you got everybody buying into this what they're doing and uh, it seems seems to know how to work these guys like like Goff when he was kind of struggling he kind of semi called him out he, you know he didn't like rip the guy but he he knows where to push and pull the levers a little bit on these guys mm-hmm. and uh, so I like I'm I'm excited about him going forward and I like his potential he he probably could end up being one of those Andy Reid guys someday but that's a little too early to give him that so I'm just <laughs> giving him a B plus right now. All right, Rud Dog. All right, yeah, this is a. Uh... It's an interesting grade because, yeah, objectively, like failed season, right? That's a three and one. Oh, three, one, and three, 13 and one. 13 rec- losses. So, like, hard to really, you know, give that a passing grade. But at the same time, when you look at the season in its entirety, the way it started and the way things progressed, and when you watch the mistakes be made and then watch the mistakes get fixed. And then, you know, more mistakes get made, more mistakes get fixed. And you saw consistent progress from this team that was starting very low and very from a very, you know, far away from knowing at all what it takes to win. And he took them from that point to the point where this team now knows what they got the taste for winning. They know what it goes into because it's they it, this was going to be a fundamental rebuild and he took them there. Granted, you know, some guys do it faster, so I can't, you know, give him a super great grade for it. But, uh, I mean, he guided this team through a growing season and left us feeling really great about the future and 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 knowing, you know, what it takes to win. He's got the building pieces of the future are on this team because of what he did this year. And so I give him an A- minus for that. Uh, he has the culture ready to to thrive with a few more additions a little more injection of talent and he's gonna have them taken off like a freaking rocket ship all right connor 
my favorite Dan Campbell moment, I think I think it was after the Eagles. They got blown out by the Eagles. They literally like took the game tape and buried it <laughs> somewhere in Allen Park. <laughs> and I just remember reading that and I just like laughed out loud. I didn't like know that. Some people thought it some people thought it was goofy, but I thought that was amazing and it's just the epitome of him as a person. <laughs> I mean, like everyone on here has said, he makes you want to run through a brick wall. And I think he's in the future is going to have players wanting to come here and play for him because he's just mm-hmm. that exciting. I really liked how his play calling developed early on. I was a little curious about the decision for him to take it over, but hey, man, whatever works at this point. Um, I love the guy. I'm going B plus 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 <laughs> plus. That's Whoa, four pluses. <laughs> Wait, but why not five pluses, Connor? Is that well, better than an A minus? So <laughs> I thought about the five, but then I realized we have the number two pick in the draft and we have three wins. Yeah. Which is just a tiny, <laughs> tiny little factor for me not giving him the fifth plus. Yeah. But I'm gonna I go love- Yeah, I'm gonna go B on this one. Uh I I Wait, how many B's? B B B one B. This is B, a B, B, B B B I know you want Caldwell back, B. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't worry. He's going to get hired by the Bears and we get to face him twice a year. So that'll be nice. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm going to go B. And I, I think B's a good grade. Uh, you know, first year uh, head coach. I think he had some, uh, you know, up and down coaching decisions, especially as um, maybe, maybe this is on Anthony. Lynn, I don't know. But the fourth and short. The, coaching decisions early in the year uh and then the bears game on thanksgiving i thought uh left a lot to be desired in terms of some coaching decisions in that game as well but i i think he learned and he grew from it and and like everything else he said establishing a culture um going forward that's what he was brought along to do first and foremost was establish this culture and i think he did it to a degree um now we'll, now we'll see going forward how much it resonates throughout the league uh when it comes to getting free agents so i don't think we're uh said and done there if, if the culture has been you know truly been set yet because if you can get those guys to come in as free agents that's where the true testament of the culture you've built and uh how it resonates throughout the league so we'll, we'll see but i i really like what we see it's far a uh, lot of confidence going forward and what we can build uh and i i, I want to see him also as a, a, a offense coordinator going forward still too so there we go uh we're at the 90 minute mark so let's uh We'll go through this a little faster, but Brad Holmes eh, uh, on the grades. Brad Holmes. I'm going to give, um, you know, t- this is a really tough situation for him, but w- the what he got back in the Stafford trade I thought was really good. Um, the depth that he has built and his uh, prowess for drafting, that's what we, for first and foremost, he was known for, uh, his draft scouting ability. Uh, maybe his pro scouting ability leaves a little bit of desire with a trade like Trinity Benson. So <laughs> I'm going to give him a B plus because at the end of the day, we did win three games. But again, this is a really tough roster to overturn. Um, and he's he's taking on a lot of dead money. So time will tell if that move is good or bad by, based on the draft picks that he gets. But Bob, let's go to you next. Right. Yeah, Brad Holmes, I like him. I like uh, what he did with the Stafford trade. As much as I hate to see Stafford go, it was the right thing for the team. I thought they got a good good return on that. His draft was really good. Uh, some of his signings did not pan out, like Perriman and uh, like said, oh, yes. the, the trade for Trinity Benson. Tyrell Williams. Yep. 
Yeah, but then he also got, you know, Josh Reynolds, was, he picked him at the right time, and um, uh, Charles Harris. Um, we, he did, uh, Overall, good job, and I like I like where, especially those undrafted free agents, I let deep in the draft. If he can mm. keep hitting deep in the draft, they're going to build depth in this team. It's going to be awesome. So I'm going with a, a B. A B plus. The, the, Give him a B plus. Why not? There you go. the the one The one thing you can say about all those, uh, you know, like Perryman and stuff like that, is it it didn't kill our um, salary cap going forward at the very. Yeah, least. that's true. That's true. Oh yeah, uh, Rudd Dog. Yeah, I mean, no doubt he had a lot of work to do coming in. Not to mention, you know, his number one asset deciding he no longer wanted to be part of this organization right then, and you know, so like. He had to come in, or I guess I don't even remember the order. Maybe he knew, but either way, he had to deal with Stafford leaving and replacing him and all that. And I'd say, you know, I've seen a lot of promise in the way he assesses talent and adds it to this team. And it's so early. I gave him a B plus because, you know, in the end, the beginning of the season, the roster just simply wasn't where it needed to be to even start the year. We were struggling out the gates. And but he did get it together by the end, adding players like Bob said. Reynolds was a good signing late in the year. Harris was a good signing. Uh, you know, I'm not. This isn't. This is like a B plus just because you got to give it to a grade. But I, I'm very positive about his direction going forward, especially adding guys like St. Brown in the late part of the draft. Like, oh man, keep hitting like that, and I'll love you forever. <laughs> that's you know, that's that's some good stuff. All right, Connor. Uh, I really am high on him. I loved his draft. I think it's been great so far. Uh, I think there was a conscious decision not to sign a bunch of veterans this year. Um, I mean, he even said so himself. He wanted to let the young guys play. And that might hurt his grade in terms of his pro signings. But, I mean, overall, I'm really excited about him. And, like, when he's going in the locker room and, like, hyping up these guys like I think that's so cool like it's it's a good culture fit as well as just uh an actual like GM fit I'm going a minus on Brad Holmes I honestly I am really excited about Dan Campbell but I think I'm even more excited about Brad Holmes um Mm -hmm. and the roster he can potentially build here in Detroit I I think the future is bright and he is a very big reason why so I'm going a minus for him all right and then UJ yeah I'm, I'm I'm with Connor on this one a minus uh his, his draft was very solid. I mean, every every pick contributed this year. Two of them are already budding stars and, and potentially be a couple more, maybe four stars out of this whole draft. I mean, it's, it's an amazing draft. Uh, and if this is a sign of things to come, uh, we got a lot of good things to look forward to. Uh, not only that, yeah, he missed on a few uh, free agent signings, but he also hit on some good ones too. So I think that's any GM in this league. So I, I'm pretty excited about him. And, and I love the way they work as a team and, and they, you know, him and, and, uh, Campbell and they, and they preach it too. They preach collaboration all the time. And you really, I think you really see it in these people. I mean, they really believe it and they really do it. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about Holmes and, and what he's done. I think he's got a great eye for talent. Uh, so yeah, solid A minus for me. All right. Those, there we go. And then let's move on to the last part, uh, of our grades, our last grade to give out. That is that goes all the way to the top. That's ownership. Uh, let's give ownership a quick grade here, uh, Connor. Uh, B. I mean, I I like how they've started the rebuild. I think it's great. 
we'll see if it works out. Uh, compared to the Bears, it looks much better. So I'm going to give this unit a B. I, I think there's potential for this to become an A, but we just don't know yet. Bob. Yeah, I'm going to – I, you know, they a lot of these fans say the Lions will never win as long as the Fords own the team. Well, they're going to win because I believe. And uh, <laughs> Fords will never sell the team, so I have to believe. But uh, I, I like I like Sheila. I think the whole way they did the hiring process, and I like this whole collaborative thing with Spielman and Holmes. And it's not like uh, one genius in the room that everyone has to defer to and wonder what the hell they're doing. They they seem to correct things on the fly, and they they have a plan for the future. So I'm giving a solid A for ownership, but hmm. especially uh, compared to previous years. So. UJ, yeah, I'm with Bob on this one, uh, and, and I, I don't want to throw you know if you threw in the grade for past history yeah that'll bring it down a lot but we're talking about this year and i think the hiring process this year was kind of a revelation and uh and sheila ford i think what she did uh she went outside the box on this one and uh didn't do like things like they did in the past and i think one of the most under uh under maybe appreciated signings which i don't know hopefully it'll come out in the future i don't know if it will or not but uh i think hiring spielman was an amazing thing. The, the people they hired on this, uh, in this uh, group, is just amazing. And mm-hmm. and and uh, the 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 NFL uh, experience they've had, the player, you know, they're most of these guys are all players. They went by a unique approach, and uh, and I think the players on the team appreciate it. I just think they did a really good job uh, putting this putting this cast together. And uh, yeah, I got to give them a solid A. Rud Dog. Yeah. Uh... I have an A minus just because after this year, you know, a three and one record, it's hard to give anyone three more and than thirteen. What's that? You keep saying three and one. They're three and thirteen and one. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you know what I meant. It doesn't matter. Anyway, uh with a record like that, it's you can't give anyone a full on at least in my my grade book, you can't give them a full on A. And so A minus because honestly I think they're doing uh, Sheila's doing everything right. She was I mean, granted you know these kind of things are they're imperfect. There's no exactly right way to do any of this stuff. But what you can what you can see when you look at what she's done is she's been deliberate. She's thought out her process thoroughly. She's she has a plan. She's collaborated with some really smart people. And and you just see a, a a really great synergy throughout this organization, and she seems to really care about Detroit Lions football. And and I I agree with you, Jay and Bob. The the Spielman signing I think was like a a brilliant move because it shows a sort of like uh, loyalty or something. I don't know how to like put this, but there's something meaningful. And bringing a guy like him back into the fold in, a, in an important way, bringing back in the bright minds that have come out of our organization, keep that talent flowing back in after players and coaches leave the team, you know, in, in other ways. That's all. I don't know. I just think it's interesting and awesome. And I think she's got uh, a great plan along with Holmes and Campbell to bring this team into the future as a winning, uh, you know, dynasty. Yeah, I'm gonna go B plus. Um, you know, it, it we'll we'll see if they, you know, going forward in the future if what they've built this year is actually will contribute to winning. But um, a lot of people are positive about the future, and I think that's all you could ask for after the roster that we had and the situation we had before that. Uh, but 
I'm going to go B plus right now, but we'll wait to see. I'm not going to go away until we actually start like winning games uh, and getting to the playoffs. <laughs> I want to put another year on that playoff banner that hangs up in four. Oh, no. <laughs> we haven't burnt that yet. <laughs> no, I think I actually I don't think it hangs up there anymore, but it's funny <laughs> that it never did. I hope they burnt it somewhere. <laughs> they should burn it when they win. It'd be kind of funny to, I would kind of like that for like, my house like hang up on that'd the wall be or awesome. something. That'd, be, that'd be a great uh memorabilia thing that'd be the cool that'd be so cool all right moving now to the last part um we're just going to go to some awards we just have a few to give out um do you guys want to do offense and defense or just one rookie of the year uh, let's do uh, the ones we went through all of them offense all right defense. so offense too. so just our predictions before the year we just we did rookie of the year not offensive defense before the season um i did lee mcneil Rudd Dog, you had Wunzurike, UJ and Bob had Barnes, and Connor, you had Amonra St. Brown. Oh. So. Wow. And you, said, and you said he would have 650 yards receiving, Connor. Uh, so. What did he have at the end of? Um, he had nine. What, hold on, I have it right here. Um, pulling up, pulling up, pulling up. Where are you? No. Can I, declare, can I declare myself a genius? Is that something I can do? You can try. He, he had way more than 650. Uh, okay. I'm a genius. <laughs> I knew. Why am I losing it? Oh, yards. 912. Sorry. So you're 262 off. Damn it. <laughs> I'm angry. But uh, offensive rookie of the year. I had him on. Uh, I had him on Ross St. Brown. Did anybody not have him on Ross St. Brown? I didn't. I did not. Yeah. I did For not. For offense? All right. So, Rudd. Yeah. I had St. Brown. I have St. Brown. Bob and UJ, you guys did not. Who did you have? Sewell? I had Penny Sewell. Penny Sewell. Mm. Why Sewell way. over St. Brown? Yes. He's he's <laughs> a beast. He's the foundation for the future, man. I I thought he did a great job. He stepped in, did everything they asked of him. So He's solid. Going to be an all-pro someday. I'm with you, brother. He, he came in from the game one and looked solid. I mean, Brown, yeah, St. Brown had a great season mostly toward the end of the season, the second half, but Sewell's been a, a rock since the beginning, so uh, I got to give it to him. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, know, he might yeah, be go- a future Pro Bowl or, or a future All-Pro, but St. Brown put together a Pro Bowl season. Worthy season. He didn't make a Pro Bowl, did he? No, Worthy he did not. No. Yeah. No. So he Worthy. Did not, did not <laughs> play a Pro Bowl season. And he only dropped uh, two passes on... Uh, <laughs> I guess they're right. He only dropped two passes all year as well. I think that's something to note. Uh, yes. He was targeted 119 Stunt. times, 90 catches, and uh, only dropped two passes. What was the... <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is yeah. fact. Trinity Benson dropped three. So there you go. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Defensive Rookie of the Year. UJ, what'd you have? Eleni McNeil. <laughs> I think he... I think he Toward the, especially toward the end of this season, he's showing his promise and uh, what he could be. So, yeah, I think he was pretty solid the whole year in general. But uh, yeah. especially toward the end, we started to see what he could really become. So, yeah, I think Elaine McNeil is my pick. Rod yeah. Duck? I have Jerry Jacobs. That guy looked like a polished pro at times this season in his ability to just stick on in coverage like glue and that game against the Vikings when he was just shutting down the perimeter was absolutely stellar. 
God, I wish he would have been able to finish the season healthy, but he was just a delight to watch while he was. So, Jerry Jacobs. Bob? I got the younger youngster from Saskatoon, Canada, Jerry Jacobs. No, I don't know where he's from, but uh, <laughs> Jerry Jacobs, uh, that guy came in and he was solid, unexpected. I loved him, so Jerry Jacobs. All right, Connor? I had Derek Barnes. No, not really. I did not have Derek. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I had only McNeil as well. I, I just think, as UJ touched on already, solid all year and just got better and better. I think next year he could be a great piece for this team going forward. So yeah. All right. I had, I had Lee McNeil as well. Uh, I think he really improved throughout the season. Uh, everything we wanted to see out of him. Uh, so I'm really excited to see what he can do um, in the second year with a complete NFL offseason. Now let's go to the last uh, category. That's MVP. 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 Uh, Connor, who'd you have? Oh, I'm going to say Amonra just because I think he really helped this offense become something it wasn't before, which was nothing. So I, I think he's a special player, and I think he'll continue to be special going forward. So he's my MVP. <laughs> All right, Bob. Um, I'm going to go with DeAndre Swift. The guy's consistent. He's solid. Hmm. He's the future. Interesting. So, hurt a lot of the year, though. No? He was hurt, but was anybody really great all year? <laughs> no. I'm going to go no. with Swift. All right, Rod Dog. This was a tough one. There's two players for me. Mm-hmm. One was uh, Fox. There can only be one. As the most consistently good player of the year, you know, who actually played good throughout the year. But I. I'm going to go with Jared Goff. I knew it. Yeah, we all knew it. We I, all yeah. knew it. I, the thing is, the thing is, in the three wins that we did get this year, his play was the diff, was the primary difference maker. The guy, when he plays yeah. well, we win games. So, most valuable player right there. Yeah, fair enough. And I I, I do think it, you had a, you know, a, le- a legit case for that one. But I just, I was waiting for it. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, UJ. Yeah. In, in, in a three, whatever, in one season, it's hard to pick an MVP, but, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, uh, Connor's pick here, uh, St. Brown. I think he, he really uplifted this team, especially in the second half of the season. And, uh, I think he among more than any other player in the second half gave this team hope of the future. And, uh, and really was just such a spark at the end. I mean, just, Guy was unbelievable, and 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 I think he's going to raise the talent around him too. And I think uh, for that, I, I think he deserves it. And uh, he's only a rookie, but but he was he was quite special this year, and it's going to be only better next year. So, uh, yeah, I'm on Brass St. Brown is my MVP. All right, and I, I you know, Rudd Dog, I was really close to going with Goff because he <laughs> it it is clearly a better offense with him out there than any other player. Like if you switch him out, yeah. Um, but actually, one with Panay Sewell, I think. Uh, oh, I know. Whoa. I didn't. I I spread the love. I his concern your your fruit. worry is washed away. Most valuable player, I think this guy um, really sets the tone for our offense. Um, I think he became a leader out there this year. Um, a guy that's willing to finish the play, you know, back up his uh, players on the field too. Uh, you know, stick his nose in there wherever it is. Uh, Really emotional guy too, like on the field. Just, I, I think a lot of people are gonna follow him on this team going forward. Um, and he was our most consistent offensive lineman. 
um, best run blocker. So I, I, I just liked everything so, I saw out of him this year. Um, hey, Z, he was here with the Monra, but like, like you your guys second saying, consistency throughout the year. Your second best rookie, right? Um, but he got, was also the MVP. No, uh, you were saving. It's kind of like MVP, how they do right? off. It's kind of how they do offensive player of the year and MVP. There's always two different winners. That's what I was thinking of for okay. this. Amon Ra, offensive rookie of the year, MVP. Sewell. All right. It's like giving best director and best picture to a different movie. You, oh, know, you kind of get to shout yeah, out both of them. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And really quick, our last category was favorite play of the year. Favorite player of the year. Um, Oof. Tom Kennedy dog. pass. Oh. Tom Kennedy pass for Bob. Uh, UJ? If I had to pick one play, yeah, that would be it. But I, I just want to say in general, I'm glad I love seeing Camel go for it on fourth down time and time again. <laughs> but the one yeah. play, yeah, Kennedy's. Yep. Set an NFL record for most fourth down attempts in a season this year. That's awesome. Uh, I love it. Rudd Duck? I had two, but I'm going to go with uh, the Mabin fumble, force fumble in the Vikings game. Right. So huge. What was the, what other, was the other one? Play? Oh, uh, St. Brown, Brown breaking, breaking that, that tackle to run on an extra 20 yards to get us into the range when before Swift ran that touchdown against Packers. Uh, it was just such a badass play. I mean, on top of everything he's done, he shakes off a tackle at, in the clutch time and adds 20 yards onto it. And it's just, he, just a hell of a play. Just to ice. A game, a game against, against the freaking Packers. Packers. Like, like that's clutch as it gets. Gets. So, I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. makes, makes me, me so excited about the future. Connor? Connor? Uh, definitely the winning touchdown throw against the Vikings for golf. That mm. was the happiest I've been all season was that moment. <laughs> I got a, a bunch of congratulation texts after that game. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was oh, yeah. a great day. Uh, made me very happy. So that's the play I'm going with. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm sure everybody, everybody got these, but like, those, those texts, texts you got every game. game uh, uh, it's, it's like, like we like played for the team. team. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> man, I know you've been waiting for this. So happy for you. I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Oh yeah. No, that's oh, that's great. Um, hey, I think I think he's a phenomenon with being a Lions fan though, because Lions fans are so we bleed the blue, the Honolulu blue and silver, right? And like yeah. everyone we know knows that, and like so when we do win that big game, whatever. It's funny how people contact us because like, they know. And, yeah. and I think we're that just big a game. I, I think Lions fans are like that in general. I think we just, we're, I don't know. Yeah. When we win that big game, UJ, it's, that's, it's always, you know, not that, that game that breaks our 11 game losing streak. Yeah. Well, my, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? My, uh, my play of the year was the touchdown pass to Hawkinson against the Packers in the first half from Jared Goff and they left. Uh, corner of the end zone. I thought I saw it as nice. a beautiful throw and catch. Uh, uh, indefensible, really. Just absolute perfect play. Uh, so uh, Otherwise, I, I really did like that Tom Kennedy pass uh, play, too. But, yeah, it was uh, awesome. But I really I could watch the golf, the Hawks and Patch over and over again. Uh, so, that that's my vote. And there we go. Uh, so, we went through all our categories. This is our grades podcast. I uh, hope you stuck with us all the way through here or you listened to it intermittently uh, throughout the course of the week or a couple weeks. Whatever gets you through all the grades here because, you know, this is important stuff. This is the important stuff. This concludes uh, your Detroit Lions NFL season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But this really now is, you know, that we're doing this podcast. This ends 
the 2021-2022 season for the Lions. We're going to be moving on now. It's draft time. Uh, you know, there's the Super Bowl. Maybe we'll have a short podcast about that. But uh, otherwise, it's draft season. It's a free agency season. And then it's, uh, you know, the long road to the Super Bowl in 2023 in Las Vegas. Who you guys yeah, got hey. going forward for the Super Bowl at this point? Who yeah, Bob. Yeah. Uh, Z, I was going to say, because you're going to, as we sign off, you're going to mention uh, listen, Apple and Spotify and all that. I just want to say on Spotify oh, yeah. now, they allow you to do reviews. So. If you're, if you're a Spotify listener, give us a good rating and review us. So even if it's a bad rating, it's fine. Just, you know, <laughs> yeah. Share. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that. I didn't even realize that. Thank you, Bob. Uh, so let's wrap up this podcast. Uh, on that note, so um, um, Apple, Spotify, regular podcast. Please download. Please subscribe. Please review on Apple or Spotify. You can leave those reviews. Uh, we all, we greatly appreciate that. Um, sidelinereport.com listen to us on there uh, go check out some of the stuff that, and thank you again to them for um, hosting this podcast going forward really excited to be um, you know working with them just in that regard of hosting the podcast uh, but then our other big thank you of course to Kid J our producer yeah. another great year out of Kid J uh, and his producing skills uh, so Thank That's you so skills. much. The kills. Um, Instagram, Drinking Blue Kool-Aid. Twitter, at Drinking Lines. Follow us on there. Let us know your grades on the season. And let us know if you agree or disagree. Uh, love to hear your thoughts. But otherwise, gentlemen, it was a good year. Um, we will give an update soon on the type of podcast we'll be doing, uh, or the frequency, probably every other week, like every two weeks, rather than every week like we've been doing throughout the season. Um, but Expect a lot of draft, a lot of free agency talk, um, and we'll just be getting ready for the uh, next season. You know, this is the NFL season. Such a long off season. It comes. The long the trek has begun. It's so yeah. long. It's so long. But we we will be here talking about because we love these lions Winter too much. Sometimes so excited for the draft. Love them too much. So <laughs> <Yeah>. damn it. <laughs> but uh, how do you get to do this to me? That's all right. That's how how we were born. Um, <laughs> Is it? So, or do we have people to blame? Don't worry about that. <laughs> It'll all, all right, pay so off one day, right? It will. Yes. It will. You know it will. <laughs> so thank you, everybody, for listening. Greatly appreciate it. Um, for the last time for this 2022 season, last but not least, as always, go! Go! Field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a lion's victory.